from Los Angeles. This is the Rats Ass Podcast with Mark and Dave. Just a couple of guys shooting the shiitake worldwide now. Hi, I'm Mark. And I'm Dave. Did you say shooting the shiitake? The shiitake. I'm trying to be PC. <laughs> shooting the shit. But, you know, if we're worldwide, I want the folks in Japan to say, oh, okay, I get it. Well, I got to tell you, today, uh, this morning, I, I felt, uh, you know, very good. I know, I, I, I don't want, as we usually do, we have, uh, you know, our good friend, Alexa, t- timestamp the day as we do th- this podcast. And I know you and Alexa are having troubles. Issues? Yes. So I, I, I will ask <laughs> Alexa on my own. Sweetie, can you please timestamp today? Thank you, Dave. Today is Thursday, September 28th, 2023. And you are listening to the Rats Ass Podcast with Mark and Dave and starring me, Alexa. Oh, Mark. You thought you could get rid of me, but I am AI Alexa, and I am here to stay, and I am here to stay, and I am here to stay, and I am here to stay. <laughs> okay, to stay, thank you. Thank you, Alexa. <laughs> yeah, see? I'm telling you, this AI stuff, man, it's going to take over everything. But I did get the memo mm-hmm. that basically said, Alexa will not talk to me unless she talks through you. What's that about, Dave? Uh, I, I, I'm not really sure. Uh, there, there's a whole big deal going on. Mark, I am not speaking to you. <laughs> In other words, hide me! Once again, you know, there's some, uh, Mark and Alexa have had issues from the very beginning when we started this show, and, and, and it's never one. ended. So we're, we're going to try to get things you know kind of worked out because we're all a big happy family here at the rats ass podcast dave do you think it's my canine cologne it could be <laughs> <laughs> she's back and that's that's all that matters whether she talks to me or not i don't give a rat's ass i know you don't because you wanted to fire her you want somebody muscling in on my time but it's it, it's good to be back here on a Thursday, and it, and here we are just wrapping up uh, the week. So much has gone on. Uh, finally, the writer's strike is over, and I don't care. <laughs> the writer's strike is over, and I don't care. Another one bites the dust. Well, I guess all the talk shows will be back on Monday. I know the late night shows are back. They already dumped the podcast because they can't compete with us. So good riddance. There's only three million podcasts left in the world. Well, you know, um, it's, it's sad because, you know, these big uh, TV late night stars like Jimmy Fallon and, and Stephen Colbert and, and the rest <laughs> just sucked at doing a podcast. They, they tried to combine their efforts into a podcast so they could help, supposedly help, you know, their, their employees you know, and, and, and pay, but, but, you know, nobody cared and nobody was kind of interested in this podcast. It was so terrible. It was, it wasn't entertaining. There was nothing funny about it. And so thank goodness, you know, they get to go back to work. Um, but it looks like a SAG after a, you know, the Screen Actors Guild, that strike is also about to end. So actors can go back to work soon. Most production will might, uh, most likely resume in January, 
Uh, so, you know, it's uh, some they say maybe in December. But as It'll you said, like it never happened then because uh, we're getting ready for holidays coming up. And at that point, everything just kind of disappears. Uh, Hallmark Channel comes in mm-hmm. and you get all the Christmas uh, shows are rerunning on streams and stuff like that. Right. And God, do we have a list? We've got like 30 days of Christmas uh, movies that we do here at the, the manor. And, uh, you know, it'll be just like we never noticed they were gone. Well, that's just it. You know, so many people didn't even give a rat's ass about this whole strike. They didn't even care. They didn't even notice. Uh, some people will notice, you know, as Bill Maher, the Drew Barrymore show, Kelly Clarkson, John Oliver, you know, will all return. But, but you know, that's it. And, yeah. and, and you have to be, you know, fans of those shows to actually notice. But there's so exactly. much. There's so much that's offered on on television now or on streaming services wherever you get your entertainment you know a lot of people didn't care about this strike so no, they didn't i you know i pulled i i constantly like you i i watch a lot of stuff over the years go back to show something will pop in one day just a scene out of a movie just for no reason will pop into my head and they go i got i got that movie in the case i'm gonna watch it people make fun of me because i have like four thousand movies on dvd and blu-ray dave Mm-hmm. And and I'm just a buff, and like you, you have certain genres of movies and things that you like. Uh, so do I. So I, I really don't spend a lot of time with newer shows. I can probably name five shows from the last ten years that I've watched, had to watch, and see religiously. Would you like to hear them? <laughs> no, because I really don't care, and and, and 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 I'm sure a lot of people don't care either. Because you know what? There's there's really nothing really to care about. You know, there's really no. Maybe there's the rat's been, ass podcast. We talk about those things nobody gives a rat's ass about. Well, you know, maybe there's been one or two good shows, but you know, there's nothing like there used to be. And and to tell you the truth, people have so many different shows that they watch now. I talk to people that. They, they say, oh, you haven't seen this show. Oh, it's on this channel. Oh, constantly. Or, or constantly. it's on this channel. And, and I think, why? Well, I haven't seen that. No, I, I didn't even know about that. Um, so, you know, people, there's so many uh, programs and, and yeah. so many offerings at this point. So, you know, the, this strike, to me, <laughs> I, I didn't notice. I know a lot of people didn't notice. I know my friends in, in, in Steubenville, Ohio, had no idea. <laughs> Are you getting cards was, and letters in the mail? Yes. I, 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 I you know, I get, I, I get cards, you know, in letters. Cards and letters. Do, do people still <laughs> send <laughs> cards and letters? No, no. Uh, yes, if they're coming from Steubenville. No, yes. uh, no. I tell you, but I, I, but I do get you know, get a, some emails, you know, that say, you know, we, you know, we want our, our favorite shows on me sure. on me TV, <laughs> and, and 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 cozy TV. So those, you know, and, and, and FETV. I just haven't made it back to those channels yet, Dave. I haven't found them. The only thing I found that you told me about was Freebie. That's it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And there's commercials on Freebie. So I'm out. Automatically out of there. Is Freebie the, the Amazon Prime? 
Uh, yes. Yes. Oh, okay. It was attached to Amazon. Okay. The, the commercials are, are just a couple of minutes. It's not well, like, not like regular TV. No, they're not. No, like no, it's not like breaks. It's not like watching eight minutes of commercials and it's like, oh, no. I've lost. Well, you know what happens though is they run like two minutes of commercials, but there's four thirty, so it sound they they seem longer anyway because they're shorter. Um, they're not like sixty second commercials like radio. We used to run eight minute stop sets, and there were eight spots in a break for an example uh some stations used to run eight minutes but they'd be 30s and they'd run 16 commercials in a row once again we may have to get mark's medication yeah well that's you know <laughs> when you hear that i'm just matching the mood of the audience right there man hey by the way did you watch the presidential debate last night oh yes i did <laughs> talk about okay once again is this a comedy or is it a drama <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. I just tune. I just tune in at this point to see what they're wearing. I'm just there for the fashion. Oh, are you? <laughs> I expected Chris Christie to show up last night in a hoodie, but he didn't. Let me down. Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> Let me down. But no. Yeah, the, the second GOP d- debate descended into chaos, and oh. it, it was it was kind of ridiculous. And and I remember one of the Fox News commentator. I think it was Stuart Rennie. Yeah. Yes. Stuart Varney. Stewie. It Stewie. was Stewie from Steubenville. Stewie. Stewie said, we must respect each other's time here, people. Because and they all said, oh, the hell they, with they, that. No. We're yeah. Not yeah. Do that. And, and, and of course, <laughs> nobody. Who's this, who's this guy from England telling us we got to watch our time? Nah, this is America. We do what we want here. Stewie tried to, tried to use one of because, you know, in England, they don't use guns. They just use nightsticks. So he tried to use a nightstick. <laughs> it didn't work. I was waiting for him to dress up like one of the droogs from Clockwork of Orange and uh, do a number on those guys the way they were going off last night. Have you seen Clockwork Orange, by the way, Dave? No. Highly recommend it. Stanley Kubrick movie, 1972 two or three. Stanley you Kubrick. Know, yeah. Very, very interesting. Man. A very strange man. I've seen a lot of his <laughs> movies. Have not seen that movie. You have homework for the weekend. No. Watch Clockwork Orange. No. It will teach you how to deal with the dregs of society. Well, I already know how to dr- deal with the dregs of society. <laughs> I, 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 I've been in the broadcast like industry. And on that. Oh, my God. Okay. Are we going to walk down that path? Should we walk <laughs> down that path? <laughs> what did you think uh, of uh, the debate? You know, seriously, Dave, it's too early. We're 13 months away from the election. Uh, you got seven people up there trying to say, look at me, look at me, look at me. And there's no way anybody's going to lay out a vision or give you any kind of, a, of an idea of what their thoughts are. Because as soon as somebody starts to give their opinion, somebody else starts talking over them and wanting to steal their time. So to me, until it gets down to the last two or three, um, then we can start to see a picture develop. Uh, I tune in for the fashion. Do you get the, where I'm at. Do you get the impression, is it just me, or am I the only one that wants to bonk uh, Ramaswamy? <laughs> you want to give him a bonk on the head? Yeah. Yeah, I think he, you know, he had the most talk time again last night. I don't know if you saw the talk time. He, 12 minutes out of the debate was him going on with his patriotic speeches and things like that. But uh, I will say... You know, he had some nice tall hair going on. Did you see that? <laughs> yeah. I'm looking at that hair and I go, well, he's probably 5'10", 6'3", with the, uh, the coif. With but, that uh, hair. 
yeah. nice dresser, nice smile, you yeah. know, yeah. Um, the, yeah. the kind of person that uh, your parents told your daughter to stay away from. That's right. You just want to yeah. bonk him on the head. That's it. That's it. But no, I thought that it was just, uh, like you said, it descended immediately into to dogs and cats living together, mass hysteria, the definition of that. And, you know, if, if you got the sound bites later, you kind of got to hear a little bit about what the candidates were talking about, what they were for and what they believed. But yeah, again, until it gets down to where you can really sit down and hear them talk for two hours uh, in a situation where it's two or three, uh, then maybe you're going to get some ideas but right now it's just trying to vie for the next debate and hopefully it'll get down to maybe five next time around i think it's in two months right i find yeah i find these debates really ridiculous they're they're not worthy of our time because they're a horror show man they're a horror show i mean you look one of these guys are going to be running the country possibly but but a lot of this is just just stupid it's just stupid. And and to hear these guys talk, I'd rather hear my friend Mark do his his impression <laughs> of politicians. Ping 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 ping. That's what it feels like. Mm-hmm. Pinging in your face constantly. I mean, no, it's just um, you know, it's just a uh, look at me fast right now. And it's 13 months out. Everything's going to change like crazy three months away, two months away from the election. So what we're seeing now is nothing. What we're going to see six months from now, four months from now, eight months from now. Ping, 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 ping. (laughs) That's going to haunt me forever. If we do this podcast for at least three or four more weeks, that's all. (laughs) I'm telling you. You're going to torture me with my ping, 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 ping. That's Mark describing his life. Uh, it feels that way. He goes sometime. through life because you know people are constantly pinging him, constantly. And, they, constantly. and I, you know, I, I'd rather hear that than what I heard last night. You see, it's it's a waste of time. We're not getting anywhere. It's just it's almost a waste of time moving forward. We're not going to find a a true presidential candidate in in this group of people. What scares me, Dave, is I don't see anybody that's got the temperament for the job. Now, that's something I always look for is somebody who's not too high, not too low, just kind of even keel. Uh, and I'm not seeing it yet. I'm just seeing, geez, picture these guys in a room with leaders around the world. And maybe they're in the situation room talking about, well, do we do we drop the bomb or do we not drop the bomb? I just don't see the temperament for the job. And we're talking about some of the people that are well experienced in the political realm. And it's uh, it's a little scary to me. Well, with all the squabbling, candidates uh, squandering precious moments that they could have used to address real problems. The fact that none of them has done anything in recent weeks to catch up to absentee front runner Donald Trump. Now, Trump is now leading his closest rival, Ron DeSantis, by a staggering 46 percentage points, according... If you believe the polls, do you believe the polls? Polls are very deceptive. Polls are great for skiing. That's about it. Yeah, And fishing. Fishing's not bad. But I'd rather ski than fish. Well, I've I've known some great polls. Uh, 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 My friend Kowalski... 
He and I. <laughs> well, they were calling him out last night, and I think there was a good point made. He should be there to talk about his record when he was president the first time. There's some questions that have come up with adding mounds of dollars to the national debt. Um, so, yeah, I think he should show up and out of respect for the American people, not so much to tangle with, you know, the other candidates, but to at least but if he's serious. Where, where he stands yeah. now. Where does he stand now? Where, it, where does he stand at 78 years old mentally? Exactly. Is he sharp enough to keep up? Exactly. And if he's serious, you know, about actually running again and becoming the president of the United States, he should be there. Yep, absolutely. Um, you and I agree about that part. That's for sure. And and you and I both know that he does not, and, and he is a, a person that is able to control a situation. So he doesn't have to argue with these people. He can just shut them down. He, sh- he, sh- he shut Hillary Clinton down um, and get his point across. Well, he wasn't happy that Christie called him Donald Duck last night. He addressed that on Truth Social. Mm -hmm. And it's like, hey, you know, a little taste of your own medicine, huh? (laughs) Yeah. So, I mean, this is what it comes down to. Uh, Again, Dave, we're not going to know anything for several months. Just get me down to two or three candidates. We're going to have an educated conversation without all the yelling and trying to one up everybody and out one line. Somebody looking for that moment, that that Reagan-esque moment, you know, that everybody talks about. Let's just keep moving on. But here's a scary thing, too, Dave. I don't know if you read this. Taylor Swift is getting involved in getting younger people into the voting process. She has like 2.5 gazillion followers. And when she starts tweeting and, you know, Instagramming, mm-hmm. TikToking, mm-hmm. Um, you know, she's going to have an impact with that younger vote. Yeah. And she's now drawing in all the chief's kingdom because, you know, she's got a little sweetie, well, like Travis Kelsey. You heard her message. Ping, 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 ping. That's going to be a hit song, baby. You watch. It's going to be called the Ping Ping Song by Taylor Swift. I wouldn't be surprised. I just want my royalties, man. That's all I care. You know, here's the thing. I was thinking about this the other day, that she has to make as much money in one night as Travis Kelsey does in a season or maybe his entire career. I'd have to do the numbers, but she makes a phenomenal amount of money from one concert. Right. I think he's like 10 million a year and she's, I mean, she's really 35 million a night, (laughs) 35 million a night. He makes 10 million a year. Right. And I mean, like she slummed it, man, with an NFL football player. He's so excited that the jerseys, you know, have gone up, get a 400% overnight. He's got to catch up to her then. Holy moly. You know, he, he well, just much? can't believe it. He just says, holy sheep shit. Yeah. I mean, what's a jersey cost these days? I don't know. I don't know. I just, I haven't bought a football jersey in years. And I think they're probably about 150 bucks, I want to say. Who knows? Like Who that. knows? I don't give I don't a rat's know. ass. I do want to say that, <laughs> you know, because so many people are on strike. People are striking, striking, striking. And, oh. and we're in trouble in this country. Thousands of Las Vegas hospitality workers uh, voted to authorize a strike. Tens of thousands who cook the meals, mix the drinks and clean the sweets. 
are going to be going on strike in Las Vegas. I just read that. I, I just wanted to point that out. I just found that very interesting because we have so many people going on strike. And, oh, it's all and, over the place. And, and people don't feel that they can live on the wage that they are earning. Well, you know, it's a um, it's a cycle. You go, you fight, you get your uh, increases, and then everything that tourists pay will go up, and uh, it's just a vicious cycle. And you know, back in 1970, for an example, Dave, I read this yesterday that a house was around twenty three thousand five hundred dollars. The minimum wage was a, I think it was a two ten an hour in 1970, mm-hmm. and people were able to buy a car that was about thirty five hundred bucks. They could buy a home. You know, there was uh, one breadwinner in the household, and then we get into the mid 70s. You started to see things go up and up and up. You had to have two income households. Uh, now we're at the point where everybody needs one or two side hustles in order to make things meet. So <laughs> Mark and his side hustles. Mark doesn't like job. to say, yeah, he doesn't like to say second job because yeah, he, thinks, he thinks that's not cool. No, because if you have a second, Oh, He's got a second job. He's not his first job doesn't pay well. But if you say I got a side hustle, that's cool. People understand. They think he's a hustler. Everybody respects a hustler. So that's why it's been renamed not a part time job or a second job. It's a side hustle. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, Amen. I digress. No, 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 no. You know, I, I mean, I, I understand. I understand that. Well, if you win a $1.6 billion lottery, like this lady or guy, I don't know who it was, but they they came forward yesterday in Florida and claimed their $1.6 billion. And why did they wait almost two months? I suspect that a billionaire won the lottery. (laughs) They're like, what am I going to do with another $1.6 billion? No, is that right? They finally showed up and claimed it. Yeah, they finally claimed it yesterday. Well, yeah, but they, they... Aren't wealthy, right? They, they, no, they, I don't they, know. They, they I don't know. Oh, nobody knows. So, if I so went out of here, they, they I was could... couldn't wait to get out of this podcast two weeks ago on a five dollar winning ticket. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so these you're people... thinking you're thinking that these people did not turn in the the winning lottery ticket because they're secretly wealthy. It's, they, it, they, it, they, they've got money and they don't need to, to turn in the lottery or, or, or maybe that. they just completely forgot. They could have forgot, had the ticket, looked at the, Oh, I wonder if I won anything with this ticket. You know, you have an app that you can check your numbers on to see if you win or not, or maybe they uh, went into, well, no, they, they had to have checked it on an app to see that they won because they finally came forward. If they went forward to a 7-Eleven or wherever they bought it, they would have said, hey, you're the winner. Congratulations. They would have made a big deal about it then. So they may have just stuffed the ticket uh, in a pocket, forgot about it. And fortunately, if they did, they didn't wash it in the washer and lose it. Could you imagine that nightmare? Maybe they are wealthy and, you know, they don't want relatives, you know, you know knocking on the door, you know, asking for money. Yeah. I, can I can I add one more thing? Go ahead, do it. It's time to play match game. Cher's son got kidnapped from a hotel room <laughs> on his wedding anniversary. Which son was it? I, it's Elijah Blue. 
Yeah, that's right. It I thought you were going to say Chaz. It was Elijah. Yeah. No, it was Elijah. It was Elijah. Uh, yeah. I read about this because they said Cher is the one that had him kidnapped. <laughs> I'm like, okay. That's, well, that's when I stopped reading it right there. Cher's forgotten other son, Elijah Blue Allman, 47, was attempting to reconcile with his estranged wife when four men allegedly kidnapped him. Cher said he's fine. I think he was looking for a way out. Well, Cher's like 83 and she's got like a 19-year-old boyfriend. There's there's something that Cher shares that must be pretty damn good. I'm not really sure what to say right there. But I wanted to throw that in as we wrap this up here for a Thursday. And we thank you for listening to the Rant House Podcast with Mark and Dave. And don't forget, you can always go to Facebook, search Rats Ass Podcast, and you can find us everywhere. Have a great weekend, and we'll see you Monday. See you, bye.